Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Do I have everybody's attention now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday nights, prime time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show it like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Happy December, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television, movies, reviews. You come right here. This is Am I on the Air? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. My name is Don Mega. I am your host, and I'm so happy that you're back here with me. Uh, it's been a little bit of a minute, but it was a holiday the last time we dropped an episode. We'll get to that here in just a sec, but welcome to Am I on the Air, it's season 23, episode 9, and tonight's show is titled, Click, Click, Boom! That's right, and once again, like I said, man, we are here to bring you the latest and greatest when it comes to entertainment news, this is your weekly one-stop shop to catch you up on everything going down the world of television and movies. We got some reviews on the movie side, some reviews on the TV side, all non-spoiler, don't worry about it. Um... And once again, my name is Don Mega, and I'm so happy to be here with you guys. So yes, uh, our last episode that we dropped was Gobble Gobble, and that was a very special Thanksgiving Day episode. Because um, yeah, because I was busy with work, and I didn't get a chance to put out a normal episode, and then Thanksgiving came, and I was off, and I had some time in the morning, and I said, you know what, instead of skipping the whole week... We're going to drop an episode on Thanksgiving Because once again, that's how much I love all you guys That even on my day off, I'm here working for you So, I hope you all appreciate that Because I took the time out, the time away from my family To put together this podcast and give you guys a special episode So that was the last episode that we dropped Was our special Thanksgiving episode Which, you know, I, I had some confusion with some people being like You did an actual Thanksgiving themed episode? No, it had nothing really to do with Thanksgiving It was just the point that I did the episode actually on Thanksgiving So it was just dropped on a special you know, Thanksgiving Day episode So that was the Gobble Gobble episode I hope you've had a chance to listen to it Because yes, because the following week We actually skipped doing a normal episode and I don't like doing that But because I had put the Gobble Gobble episode up on Thursday You know, by the time Monday rolls around It's like, okay, we were only going to talk about like two days worth of news And there wasn't very much news because it was a Thanksgiving Day weekend So instead of only doing like this little 15-20 minute episode um, To get kind of back on the right cycle I decided to skip that next week and then come back on our regularly scheduled Bat Time and Bat Channel Right here on this Monday, December the 6th So that's where we're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios Getting us back into our normal Monday cadence um, And hopefully getting you caught up with everything you need to know So a little backstory there of uh, the, the funky kind of timeline for the last couple weeks But yes, we are back and we'll be back on schedule kind of going forward now So... That is that So let's jump right into it Let's not waste any more time I have three movie reviews And I have a handful of television stuff That we're going to talk about Remember, non-spoilers So you don't have to worry You don't have to shut it off You don't have to come back later You don't have to fast forward Let's quickly break it down So I'm going to start off with Ghostbusters Afterlife So when I dropped 
the Gobble Gobble episode on Thanksgiving, if I would have just waited a little bit longer till later in the day, I would have had this review on that episode because after Thanksgiving, after all the turkey was ate and the stuffing was ate and the mashed potatoes were ate, we decided, let's go to the movies. You know, we got the time. It's Thanksgiving. We had a very early dinner that day. So it was time to get caught up and go to the theater. When I did the last episode, I talked about how it was sad that I missed seeing Ghostbusters that opening weekend and I didn't have it to review on the last episode. So then I do a new episode and then see the movie later that same day. So that night on Thanksgiving, I finally got to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. I saw it in IMAX and I really, really liked it. I did. Um, and I can understand some criticisms. Like my boy Peeps, uh, he just did a review on Ghostbusters Afterlife and, and I listened to some of the stuff he was kind of breaking down and, and kind of nipping picking and I get it it makes sense to an extent but um you know he called them uh member berries right like you member like we're you know the nostalgic factor right really you know playing off of that and it does this movie really plays off the heartstrings of hey I bet you love those first two Ghostbusters movies so I think you're gonna like this one but you know what it's what Ghostbusters needed it really is what it needed because this franchise has basically been dead for a very, very long time. And they've tried so many times to do part three over the years. And then, you know, a couple years back, we got the female reboot, right? With Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy. Um, and that didn't do very well. A lot of people didn't like it. And a lot of people were saying, you know, hashtag not my Ghostbusters. <laughs> and we wanted to revisit it, right? So um, director um, Jason Reitman steps in here. Who's taking over the reins for his father, right? How crazy is that? That you have Ivan Reitman, who directed the first two movies, and then his son steps in, like, 30 years later, and makes, basically, Ghostbusters 3. Um, very, very cool, just in that aspect. Um, so when a single mom and her two kids arrive in a small town, they begin to discover a connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. This movie is very nostalgic. This movie does play off the feelings you get when you see a proton pack and when you see the Ecto-1, you know, but you're also, you're seeing a lot of the original stuff, but you're also seeing it kind of passed down to this new generation. Um, I, I loved it, man. My wife loved it. Um, I tried to get my daughter to go see this. She did not because I had the word ghost in it, so she got scared. Um, and so she did not go. But um, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it does kind of recycle some of the same story beats from the first movie, which a lot of these kind of like years later movies kind of tend to do just because it's an easy way kind of back in the door, right? Um, and it definitely leaves it open for more adventures. There are two post-credit scenes and we'll see where it takes us. I mean, it's doing pretty damn well at the box office so far. And uh, I'm very happy for it. So, there you go, man. This is uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I really, really liked. And I think um, I think you will, too. You know, if you're a fan of the original series, I think you'll like it. Um, Paul Rudd is in this, and I thought he was fantastic. Um, Carrie Coon, I always think, is great, so she was really awesome. You got McKenna Grace, uh, Finn Wolfhard. Um, so, you know, and of course, you know, some other cameos that pop up. Uh, all the kids were great, and it was a fun time, man. It really, really was. So, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I would give four out of five stars. I think you would really enjoy it, so go check that out. My second movie um, is a family movie. It's uh, Disney's latest, and this is another one that I got to go see over that uh, Thanksgiving weekend. And that's Encanto. Encanto. <laughs> Encanto. Um, so, Encanto... I love the trailers for this thing, you know, it, there's not a lot of kids movies, especially animated movies that I'm like, that looks really cute and I really want to go see it, but Encanto did that, um, so this one here is the tale of an extraordinary family, the Madrigals, who live hidden in the mountains of Colombia in a magical house in a vibrant town in a wondrous charm place called Encanto. The magic of the Encanto has blessed every child in the family with a unique gift from super strength to the power to heal 
Every child except one, Maribel. But when she discovers that the magic surrounding the Encanto is in danger, Maribel decides that she is the only ordinary Madrigal. Uh, it might just be her exceptional family's last hope. So, I thought this movie was cute as hell. Cute as hell. All the songs written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, who obviously can't go wrong. So, a lot of catchy, catchy songs. Great voice acting. The characters are endearing. It's a story about family. How do you go wrong? It was it was great. It was glorious. My daughter absolutely loved this movie. Um, it leaves you feeling good, and um, it was pretty damn awesome. So check out Encanto. This is another four star movie for me, man. I really think you will enjoy it. Uh, take the fam. Of course, Disney very rarely ever goes wrong, and uh, yeah, I had a great time with it. So that's Encanto. My next movie um, is Tick Tick Boom. Tick Tick Boom is a true story It's a Netflix original movie um, And on the cusp of his 30th birthday Jonathan Larson A promising young theater composer Navigates love, friendship And the pressures of life As an artist in New York City So this one here stars Andrew Garfield And man Can this dude sing I was so impressed with Andrew Garfield in this movie It also has Alexander Shipp Vanessa Hudgens And a whole bunch of other people pop up in this thing and this is directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda in his directorial debut So funny that we just had songs composed by him for Encanto And then we have a movie actually directed by him um, This movie, like I said, it's a musical It's a musical, it's a drama It's based on the real life story of Jonathan Larson The guy who wrote and did Rent um, So this is the story about him kind of getting his first play up and running Before he did Rent um, and and his story, uh, watching it unfold, uh, um, just you know unravel, and um, it, it was really good. It was really really good. Now I'm very hit and miss with musicals. I don't always love them, um, but I thought they did a very good job with this one here. I did enjoy it. I thought the songs were catchy, and I thought everybody sang their heart out in this thing. And I thought it was very well directed. Figuring this was Lin-Manuel Miranda's first movie So congratulations Check out Tick Tick Boom This is on Netflix And you can watch it right now So there you go And then lastly from a movie standpoint It's kind of a stretch to call this a movie But it technically was classified as one So we'll go with it um, it's not, Or their quote is actually It's not a movie It's a made for TV movie And I'm talking about the first of the new South Park movies Remember we talked about this big deal That the creators of South Park made um, Where they've got this Like 900 million dollar deal To do more seasons of South Park Along with a bunch of original movies That would be airing On Paramount Plus So this is the first Paramount Plus Made for TV movie It's called South Park Post-COVID What happened to the children who lived through the pandemic Stan, Kyle, Cartman and Kenny they survived, but they will never be the same post-COVID This episode takes the kids and puts them grown up for the first time We see the kids grown up and kind of living their life after the pandemic finally starts to settle Alright, so this thing's pretty damn funny I thought it started off super strong Now it's only an hour long, so that's why I kind of hesitate to even call it a movie But they did um, but it's an hour long And I'll say the first half hour is very, very solid Very tight um, But then it kind of goes off the rails a bit In the second half for me So at the end of the day I would still recommend it If you're a South Park fan I enjoyed it, I laughed There's a lot of funny stuff in this thing um, But overall I thought they kind of went so far off the rails In the second half that it kind of became stupid to an extent uh, But that first half is really, really good And it's just cool to see what they did with the kids you know, years later growing up So that's our first South Park original South Park post-COVID Now streaming on Paramount Plus So uh, there's your four reviews From a movie perspective I'm going to switch gears on over to television real quick And I'm going to start with the new show The Mayor of Kingstown I've been waiting for this show I think it looked fantastic And I started checking it out I've watched the first couple episodes And it is really really good This is about the brothers Mitch and Mike McCluskey Who navigate Kingstown 
a home to multiple prisons as they act as the liaisons between the prisons and the community. So very interesting, kind of almost like very mob-based, right? Like these two brothers played by Jeremy Renner and, um, uh, man, I'm spacing his name, Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Um, they're these brothers who um, are... This these liaisons to this town is kind of funded by these prisons and these mobs, and they kind of keep the peace in between the community to really kind of keep the flow of money going. It, it's hard to explain, but there's a lot of twists and turns in this show. It is a crime drama, um, but this is um, done by Taylor Sheridan, who a lot of people just live and die by this guy. Anything this guy touches, they love to death. And so I knew it was going to have a good punch to it. And it does, man. Like, And, and shout out to Jeremy Renner, who has like, never done TV before and has two television shows going on at the same time. Uh, it's pretty damn awesome. <laughs> so uh, I recommend it. I really like this show. Uh, new episodes air weekly. Check out The Mayor of Kingstown. This is a Paramount Plus original exclusive. So check that out. All right. My next new show that I checked out is Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets is a new Showtime original, and this is on the eve of a fateful flight, a championship high school girls soccer squad celebrates being a team by betraying one another. 25 years later, the survivors do their best imitations of well-adjusted people. So I've only watched the first episode of this, but it looks batshit crazy. Basically, the show does flashbacks to this girl group that was this uh, soccer team. And they go on a flight for a tournament and the flight crashes. Now something happens after the flight crashes that looks like they turn on each other, something crazy goes down. And then the show kind of fast forwards, you know, 20 years and you're seeing all the girls as grown-ups, but obviously there's secrets that they're hiding. Now this show um, has... uh, Melanie Lisinski, uh, I can't remember, I always forget her last name, but it has Juliette Lewis and Christina Ricci. Um, it, it's got a good, good cast. And they play the grown up versions, obviously, of the girls. And um, I just, I love the trailer to this. It looks super intriguing. So, like I said, I've only watched the first episode, so not too much has happened other than kind of setup. Um, but I really like it so far. So, check out Yellow Jackets over on Showtime. I started checking out the second season of Tiger King. Yes, that dropped on Netflix as well. I only watched the first episode, uh, but it's back, and it's the same shit. So if you love season one, I think you'll like season two. So it's interesting to see the story continue. So Tiger King season two, now on Netflix. Another new show I checked out is Creep Show. I've heard so much good stuff about Creep Show. Uh, because of the Black Friday specials, I ended up signing up for AMC+. Plus. I never thought I'd have AMC Plus, but they were running a promo where you can get the streamer for $1.99 for the year. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get it because that's a great-ass deal. And I did it really because you get Shudder included, and Shudder has all the horror stuff like Creepshow. So uh, this is an anthology series that reminds me a lot of like Tales from the Crypt. Remember that there was a show on HBO many, many moons ago called Tales from the Crypt, which was an anthology series that kind of just every episode told you a different horror tale. And that's what Creepshow is. It really is. It's two episodes. uh, Basically, in each episode, you get two stories. um, Two totally different stories in this anthology kind of rundown. So I've only watched the first episode so far. There's two seasons on AMC Plus. So I'm going to be making my way through this. But, you know, I didn't love it. But I liked it enough to continue it, uh, you know, and because it's an anthology series, I know there's going to be episodes I don't really care for, and other episodes I probably really like, so I'll just have to see how they play out, but check out Creepshow, uh, now streaming. Um, and lastly, just two quick recaps. I finished Say by the Bell Season 2, which is the Peacock original, right? It's the follow-up uh, sequel series. Loved it. This season was fantastic. So I just wanted to take a minute to shout out that it's so good. So finished all 10 episodes and it's hilarious. So if you haven't watched the new Say by the Bell, check it out on Peacock. It's super, super funny. And Chucky season one has finished and it was really good as well. If you like any of the Chucky movies, I think you're really going to like the TV series. And for those of you that missed it because it was airing on Sci-Fi and the USA Network, if you missed it on normal TV... Now that the series is over, it is streaming in its entirety 
on Peacock now. So you can check it out over there. So there you go. All right. That's what I got from a review standpoint. Let's run it down once again from the movies. Ghostbusters Afterlife, now in theaters, four out of five stars. We got Encanto, now in theaters, four out of five stars. Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix, three out of five stars. And South Park post-COVID, now streaming on Paramount+, Plus, three out of five stars. Over on TV, we got Mayor of Kingstown, check that out on Paramount+. Plus. Yellow Jackets, check it out on Showtime. Creepshow, check it out on AMC+. Uh, Tiger King Season 2 on Netflix. Chucky Season 1, now streaming on Peacock. And Saved by the Bell Season 2, also streaming on Peacock. So there's your reviews, guys. I hope you enjoy as we got you caught up there. Um, And we spent 19 minutes doing it. So, woo! Lots of reviews there. Um, All right. Let's talk box office. This is what we do. We're going to wrap you up. Now, we did miss a weekend of box office, and that was... uh, Encanto, when it came out, it was number one at the box office, did really, really well. So let's see how this following weekend kind of went up. And it was, of course, Thanksgiving weekend and, or, or fo- Thanksgiving follow up weekend, which is always very, very slow because nothing real big came out. So here's how the box office broke down. Number 10 was Sword Art Online, the movie, Progressive Aria of a Starless Night. What in the hell? Number nine was King Richard, which I still need to watch. I I don't know why I've missed this one still. I can just watch it on HBO Max and it's like the hardest thing to get to. Number eight is Clifford the Big Red Dog, which my daughter did go see. I did not get to see this, but my daughter went to go see it in the theater and she loved it. So big shout out from the kid perspective. She loved it, loved it, loved it. Number seven is Dune. Number six is Resident Evil uh, Raccoon City. Um, Number five is Eternals Number four is Christmas with the Chosen Number three is House of Gucci Number two is Ghostbusters Afterlife And number one is Encanto That's right So there is your box office Alright, with that being said Out the way, let's get on into our news of the week And get through this here Alright Ricky Gervais is joined the new comedy series Called Greenlight German Genius So congratulations to him getting that uh, We have the trailer for Around the World in 80 Days This is t- David Tennant's new PBS comedy So you can see that trailer now We also have the season 6 trailer For the final chapter of This Is Us oh, I'm going to be so sad that This Is Us is leaving me But no, it's about time It should go But I do love This Is Us Um Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, sorry, I'm already like mixing up my notes. Uh, Say by the Bell executive producer would love to return to Malibu Sands for season three and bring back Leah Remini as Stacy Carosi, which would be so awesome. And what a great way to do season three to take it out of the high school and go to uh, Malibu Sands. That would be awesome. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, Test footage. We have test footage of Jason Momoa when he was going to be the crow. He looks really, really cool, man. I love this little test footage. It's always nice to see little behind the scenes stuff that never did happen. Um, HBO Max. At one point, everybody was freaking out because if you went to watch Birds of Prey on HBO Max, it was literally censored. It was not the R-rated version that had come out. Um, so it's funny that um, everybody was wondering like Why are they censoring movies on HBO Max HBO Max came out and said look it was an accident We had a censored version of the movie to show on like TBS or TNT And it accidentally got uploaded to the main file So they they fixed it, they removed it right away Said they would not be editing movies And you know, here we are So don't worry about it We are back to normal, your R-rated version is ready to go um, Red Notice Congratulations to Red Notice It is the biggest movie ever On Netflix That's right The Rock, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds It has been viewed by like 300 million people um, it, This thing is massive They're talking about sequels But as of right now It is the biggest Netflix movie ever Congratulations The next Predator movie will take place 300 years ago That's right, the next installment of the Predator franchise Will be a prequel called Prey It will take place 300 years ago In the Comanche Nation And will be directed by Dan Trachtenberg Prey will hit Hulu In the summer of 2022 
Henry Cavill says he is absolutely committed to The Witcher's seven-season plan. That's right. So if you love The Witcher, they want to do seven seasons. And I love to hear that Henry Cavill is like, yo, I'm along for the ride. I will be there for it. (laughs) Let's go. Zachary Levy talks about his failed Guardians of the Galaxy audition and how it helped him land Shazam. I always love hearing about roles people didn't get. It's always very interesting to me. And I found out that Zachary Levy had tested for Star-Lord for the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie um, and actually got to the finals with Chris Pratt. And then they ended up going with Pratt, but James Gunn was so impressed with him that when they started to make Shazam, it was... um, It was James Gunn that reached out to the director and said, hey, you should look at Zach. I think he'd be a great fit. And he got Shazam. So congratulations. That was awesome. I could totally see Zachary Levy as Star-Lord as well. I can understand why he went to the finals on that. I think he he was made for a character like that. And it's awesome. But hey, we love him as Shazam. It's a great, great fit. And of course, Chris Pratt is so good as Star-Lord. So things happen the way they should. But it's pretty damn cool to hear. The Star Wars spinoff, Rangers of the New Republic, is reportedly not moving forward. We had heard rumors about this before, but it looks like it is true, and uh, they're going to probably do away with that show right now. Um, So, there's some confusion out there about the Spider-Man stuff. So, Spider-Man movie producer Amy Pascal... Uh, came out and said that Tom Holland was going to be returning for a new uh, trilogy of movies that uh, are going to be after No Way Home, that he's going to do a whole other new trilogy. Um, which then, of course, the internet exploded and everybody was like, woohoo! But then Sony came out and said, yo, 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 pump the brakes, like nothing's official. Um, we don't have another trilogy planned. We're, we're not really sure what's going to happen as of this point. So then everybody was like, oh. And then Tom Holland spoke out too But he seemed kind of in the middle He was kind of like, hey, we're committed to doing more It's just not really official yet So, I guess that's where we'll leave it Is that it looks like they're going to do it Maybe the contracts just aren't signed yet And I think maybe Amy uh, Pascal jumped the gun a little bit on that But it is good to hear that they are planning to do more They are planning to continue the relationship with Marvel And uh, we'll see where it takes us But we'll all know more next week When we finally see Spider-Man No Way Home Man, what a process that was Getting tickets to that damn thing This movie looks to be the biggest pandemic debut It could actually hit $200 million in its opening weekend Which is unheard of in the last couple years All the tickets sold out to this damn thing within minutes Um, You know, I did manage to land some opening night tickets On December 16th for the preview night uh, For me and Geeky Pat And we'll see how that goes Um, But I'm very excited, very excited to see how it unfolds Um, And I already got a second batch of seats for the weekend When I go again with my wife and my daughter So, um, very excited for No Way Home And uh, we'll see how this all shakes out by the end of this movie, man So many question marks on this damn film Pen 15, season 2 will be the Hulu comedy's final season That's right, they are wrapping up um, the show Pen 15 So it sounds like the stars of the show don't want to do it anymore Or that they want to move on And uh, Because Hulu said they'd love to continue this show But the powers that be say no Um, Let's see here Ivana Sakno is joined Disney Plus's Star Wars Ahsoka series Um, So another addition there as they're starting to ramp that up Speaking of Chucky, like I told you it's on Peacock But you know what, it did so well that the series has already been renewed for a second season Over on Sci-Fi and the USA Network So congratulations there to Chucky coming back for season 2 We have the teaser for The Silent Sea Which is Netflix's new Korean sci-fi thriller series Tom Burke is set to replace Yahya Abdul-Mateen II In the Mad Max spinoff Furiosa So it was very sad to hear that Yahya had to drop out of this movie um, Because I I love when he pops up and stuff And he was one of the first castings for this movie So unfortunately due to scheduling conflicts He had to drop out of it Not really sure who Tom Burke is uh, But hopefully it's a good fill there Um, A new Magic Mike is coming That's right, Magic Mike 3 in the works uh, With Channing Tatum And Steven Soderbergh coming back 
Um, and they're actually looking to do it for HBO Max. Very interesting here, man. That is not even going to be a theatrical movie uh, that they're going to go with HBO Max. So very, very interesting there. Around the World in 80 Days Season 2 has been greenlit. Congratulations. Henry Cavill has completed filming Enola Holmes 2. The new movie Rumble, the new animated movie, has a new trailer, and it's actually going to head to Paramount Plus now. This movie wasn't supposed to come out till next year, and uh, they decided to move it to a Paramount Plus original. So congratulations there. I love originals for our streaming services. That's what makes it all worth it. So check out the trailer for Rumble. We also have some new posters and TV spots for The Book of Boba Fett. We have the new Peacemaker uh, trailer, which looks awesome. I love it. I cannot wait for the show. It comes out next month on HBO Max with John Cena. Very excited for Peacemaker. Aquaman 2 news. Dolph Lundgren says that the sequel will be even better than the first. So I love when actors hype up their new movies. Um, speaking of Dolph Lundgren, he's also talking about a potential... Drago spinoff That's right, Ivan Drago that he played in the Rocky movies um, He says that there might be A new series uh, Spinoff with Drago So we'll see if that ends up ever going anywhere um, Let's see da, 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 da. We talked about the crash On the movie sites we have everything coming and going in December to all your favorite streamers: Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, Apple, uh, Apple HBO Max, Hulu, Paramount Plus, Peacock, Prime Video. It's all there. Check it out. Check it. Check it out. Miley Cyrus and SNL's Pete Davidson are set to host the New Year's Eve special for NBC. Law and Order SVU's Donnell Logue is set to return in season 23 So another original face coming back for the sequel series Jennifer Aniston and Katherine Hahn are set for the Facts of Life live reenactment that they're going to be doing So I love that um, Let's see here um, Oh, so going back to Magic Mike, we have a title now uh, Channing Tatum, director Steven Soderbergh And screenwriter Reed Carlin Are returning for the third Magic Mike movie Called Magic Mike's Last Dance Which will be exclusive To HBO Max <laughs> Excuse me for laughing uh, But it's just so funny man. Magic Mike's Last Dance Alright Oh god, oh god uh, J.A. Bayona sets Netflix's real life disaster drama Society of the Snow So that's about the 1972 plane crash in the Andes uh, That forced survivors to extreme measures Including cannibalism So this should be an interesting watch Vikings Valhalla is set to premiere on Netflix on February 25th So get ready for that No, a lot of people are excited for that a new spinoff of Money Heist is in the works over on Netflix. It's going to be called Berlin. David Desmachian is set to join the cast of the true crime picture, The Boston Strangler. Holly Berry has agreed to a multi-picture deal with Netflix, so congratulations there. Nicolas Cage is set to play Dracula in the upcoming film Renfield. That's right. So I, what I love about this news is that Renfield is going to be a big movie that's in the theaters. And Nicolas Cage is returning to the theaters, ladies and gentlemen. This guy's been stuck in developmental premium VOD hell for the last decade. I can't wait to see him back up on the big screen. Congratulations, man. Playing Dracula in Renfield, the new universal horror picture. So that's going to be awesome. Starring opposite Nicholas Holt and Chris McKay set to direct. We have the new trailer for And Just Like That, which is the Sex and the City spinoff, so you can check out that. That's coming this month on HBO Max. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II signs a new film deal with Netflix and his newly launched production company. Batgirl is now filming for HBO Max, so that's awesome to hear. Colby Smulders is set for Disney Plus's Secret Invasion. That's right, Maria Hill is back. I love this news. So, yeah, Secret Invasion, of course, the Nick Fury show that they're doing on Disney Plus. So, it only makes sense that Maria Hill would be there. So, I love to see Colby added to that. Aquafina is also joining Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt in Renfield. So, another nice addition with Aquafina. Kara Develine has joined Only Murders in the Building Season 2, so nice addition there. Riz Ahmed and Lulu Wang are producing a new Amazon comedy series called The Son of Good Fortune. Jordan Peele's next horror movie, Nope, is officially rap production. 
Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches gets a series order over on AMC+. Stephanie McMahon talks about her father's documentary series That's right, the Vince McMahon's documentary series Is coming along and should debut in 2022 They're still working on finishing that up Kate Blanchett and Kevin Klein are set to star in Alfonso Cuaron's Apple thriller series called Disclaimer Andre Overdell is set to direct a new thriller picture called Terret Peaky Blinders Season 6 teaser confirms the return of Tom Hardy That's right uh, So that's awesome there that Tom Hardy would come back for that So check out the season 6 trailer for Peaky Blinders Jessica Henwick turned down a role in Shang-Chi To take up the role she's got in Matrix 4 So congratulations there That's awesome of her She said, you know, hey, I already did Marvel before um, And, you know, she couldn't do both films So she really wanted to jump on an opportunity with The Matrix Love Jessica Henwick And can't wait to see her in The Matrix Which comes out in just a couple weeks We have some season 4 teaser trailers For The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Coming back in February So check that out Jamie Dornan leads the new BBC mystery thriller series The Tourist And you can check out the first trailer for that Steve Conrad uh, is set to pen the Game of Thrones prequel series Tales of Dunk and Egg We have the extended teaser trailer for 1883 um, Which is the new spinoff of uh, Yellowstone And that's coming to Paramount Plus So you can check out that there Netflix has announced that Chris Hemsworth's Extraction 2 Has officially begun production so that is awesome there um, Tim Bekamitov Is building a cinematic universe Based on Stan Lee's horror stories I didn't even know Stan Lee wrote horror stories So this is really damn cool That he's got enough here That they want to make a cinematic universe of him So very very cool um, The new screen movie is officially rated R Which I am Usually I'm not excited by news like this Because it usually just confirms what we already know I love this because lately it feels like a lot of these movies are being toned down And I could have totally seen this movie be PG-13 So love to see that they're holding on to the R rating Um, Let's see here Kevin Can F Himself is officially going to end after season 2 over on AMC Uh, There will be no season 3 for the show So very interesting because we haven't even got season 2 yet And they're already saying the show's over So this was a big hit for them on season 1 And obviously they renewed it really right away So I'm very shocked that they would come out this early And say that it's already wrapping So I do like this show So it is kind of unfortunate But hey, at least we know we got one more season And we'll go out with a bang um, let's see here Raising Dion Season 2 We haven't had any news on that But we found out it is debuting next year on Netflix So that is good to hear Men in Kilts has been officially renewed for Season 2 Jillian Anderson, Robert Duvall, and Timothy Spall Are joining Christian Bale in Netflix's The Pale Blue Eye Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas as officially launched, it is on Roku now So I gotta plug in my Roku so I can watch this thing Because I do love Zoe um, Hawkeye is awesome By the way, if you're not watching on Disney+, Plus, what are you waiting for? They are teasing a return of a villain So, uh, very excited about this To see if it turns out to be who we think it is So, make sure you're watching Hawkeye, guys Make sure Juliet Lewis and Ed Begley Jr. have boarded the Queer as Folk reboot over on Paramount, uh, over on Peacock. Sorry. Um, let's see here. We talked about that. We talked about that. Forty-seven Ronin sequels in the works. Why I don't know. But Anna Akana and Mark DeCascos are set to star in it. That's right. A sequel to the 2013 movie. Oh lord I really don't understand how 47 Ronin is getting the sequel at all Um, HBO's Juice World documentary will feature several unreleased tracks An HBO music drama called The Idol has added some new cast members to it as they're getting ready to start filming Uh, We have the first trailer for Reacher, that's right, the new Jack Reacher show that's coming to Amazon Prime And uh, yeah, it looks really good, man I really do dig this new trailer I think this show will be pretty fun So check out the trailer for Reacher um, Which debuts in 2022 on Amazon Prime Uh, We also have the trailer for Station Eleven Which is the new HBO Max miniseries starring Mackenzie Davis This looks pretty good too, so I'll be checking that out Sarah Snook is set to replace Elizabeth Moss In the new horror thriller Run Rabbit Run HBO's cancelled Game of Thrones prequel 
they canceled it after spending $30 million on it. Jesus, man. Must be nice to just have money to burn. Tony Collette and Anna Ferris are set to lead a new comedy series called The Estate. Gerard Butler is going to lead a new action movie called Condor and has officially begun production in Saudi Arabia. The Disney Plus comedy Turner and Hooch has been canceled after just one season. So now I'm glad I did not start that one because it is canceled. <laughs> um, let's see here. Peacock is going to have a new YA animated series called Supernatural Academy. And that's going to be coming soon, uh, like I said, to Peacock. Um, a live-action Mega Man movie is in the works over on Netflix. So, you know, I never was into Mega Man, but it does sound interesting to see something live-action in that world. Also coming to Netflix is the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's right. Uh, it's not. It's going to skip theaters and going to go straight to Netflix in 2022. We have another trailer for The Girl Before, starring Gugu Mbatha Raw. It's a new BBC thriller miniseries, so you can check out the trailer for that. Ooh. So this news here had me torn, because on one hand I was sad, but on the other hand I was like, oh yeah. So there's a new movie that Apple is putting together that had Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson, and it was called Ghosted. I love the sounds of it, and I was like, yo, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson, this is awesome. Well, Scarlett Johansson has had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts, so I was like, damn it! I lose Scarlett, damn it, I love me some Scarlett Johansson. But then they announced that Anna Diarmas is going to be replacing her. Ah, oh, Anna Diarmas. So, you know what? I'm good. I'm good, guys. Anna Diarmas will be replacing Scarlett Johansson and Apple's Ghosted with Chris Evans. So, congratulations there. If you're going to replace Scarlett Johansson, I don't see how you get much better than Anna Diarmas. <laughs> An untitled heist series is in the works over on FX from the Reservation Dogs creator, so that should be really, really good. Uh, Brad Pitt and Joseph Kaczynski, they have a Formula One racing movie, and it has prompted a bidding war, so we will see who ends up winning that one. I bet you it's a streamer that ends up winning that for sure. A Metal Man movie is in development from animation legends behind Aladdin, Moana, and more. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home opening weekend is swinging towards 190 to 250 million dollars. That's insane, especially in this pandemic era. It's unheard of. You never thought it would happen again, and here we are. We'll see what it ends up doing. But man, we're a week away, guys. Um, we got an interview up with um, Maharshala Ali, where he talks about Blade and his MCU debut. We got some new character posters for Scream, which is awesome. Netflix is developing a movie based on the grandma who sent mistaken Thanksgiving invitation text. This is such a cool story where she accidentally sent this dude a text saying, you know, about Thanksgiving plans. And he said, okay, I'll be there. And he came over and they actually had Thanksgiving together. And then it became a tradition for years. And now Netflix is going to somehow adapt this into a movie. So, hey man, it's a heartwarming story. I'll take it. Uh, the Astro World documentary has been pulled from Hulu following social media backlash. Jordana Brewster and Sam Worthington, uh, along with Luke Grimes, are going to star in a new sci-fi thriller called Hello, Stranger. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife director confirms Ghostbusters 2 is canon and says Vigo could return. We have the season 14 cast revealed for RuPaul's Drag Race, so check that out if you're interested. Jon Stewart joins the Facts of Life cast in the upcoming little quick studio audience revival. But who will he play? I don't know. It's a mystery role. Um, we have your first look at the new show Pivoting with uh, three grieving friends going off the deep end. That's right. It's a new Fox upcoming comedy starring Eliza Coop, Maggie Q, and Jennifer Goodwin. Uh, American Idol and Jeopardy College Competition are coming to ABC. We got some character posters of the villains for Spider-Man No Way Home. You can check that out. Uh, Alec Baldwin's first sit-down interview was released talking about what happened on the set of Rust. I did watch this the other day, and it, it's a hell of an interview, man. And It's poor dude. Poor dude. I can't believe the amount of people that think he is to blame for a prop gun going off that had nothing to do with him. It's so it's so insane. So check out that that interview, man. It's actually streaming on Hulu now. Lego Masters has been renewed for a third season over on Fox. 
December is a big month for Netflix Including the releases of The Power of the Dog Which just came out The Witcher Season 2 Don't Look Up Cobra Kai Season 4 Queer Eye Season 6 Lost in Space just started So man, December is massive Congratulations to you Which stays atop the streaming series chart I love you once again If you haven't seen you, get on it It's on Netflix, it's so good And deserves to be up on the top of the charts Michelle Monaghan, Jodie Turner-Smith And Meredith Hagner are joining Vince Vaughn In Apple's new movie Bad Monkey BattleBots is returning over on the Discovery Channel Um, We got a new Peacemaker promo Check that out, a new poster as well um, we found out and kind of got surprised with a nice little teaser that Spider-Verse is coming sooner than we thought. The new um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the name of the new movie. And the big news is Part 1. That's right. It is Part 1 of a two-part movie. So that's going to be awesome. It's exclusively in movie theaters October 2022. So check out the new teaser. It's pretty damn fantastic and can't wait to see more Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So check out that teaser. It is awesome. We have the new poster for Morbius, which looks fantastic. We got that up on our social media, so check that out. Uh, John Berthall says he would love to return as the Punisher But not as a watered down version So we'll see what ends up happening with that Steven Spielberg has a few western movies in development So that's interesting, I hate western So I'm not excited by that one We have confirmation that Oscar Isaac will be returning as Spider-Man 2099 In that new Spider-Verse movie So that is awesome there Remember he did the voice in the cameo scene in the first movie So I'm glad he's coming back there He's getting top billing along with Shameik Moore and Haley Steinfeld in the sequel uh, Tomorrow Morrison says The book of Boba Fett will fill in a lot of the gaps In the Star Wars universe for Boba Fett Fear the Walking Dead Has been renewed for season 8 And Kim Dickens is returning As Madison So big news there for fans of that show Tom Holland has confirmed that he's going to play Fred Astaire In an upcoming biopic um, Kevin Feige has officially confirmed That Charlie Cox is the MCU's daredevil This was very big news They've always, you know, Kevin Feige has always kind of played off uh, Announcing If anybody from the Netflix shows Are coming over to the main MCU Finally He confirmed it And I think because someone else was going to probably confirm it before him So he tried to get ahead of it But he did say, in a roundabout way Because of course he still wants to deny everything So he's like, hey, we don't have any plans for daredevil right now But If we were to use daredevil in the MCU, Charlie Cox is our Matt Murdock. Charlie Cox is our Daredevil. So he confirmed that Charlie Cox is Daredevil, but he did it in such a weird way that, like, you know, like, oh, we don't have any plans for this character. So if and ever we see him down the road, it will be Charlie Cox. Like, Charlie Cox is just sitting on the sidelines, like, okay, Mr. Feige, I can't wait for you to put me in. Let me know when you're ready to use me. Like, you obviously have plans for this dude, so stop. <laughs> we know we're going to see him in Spider-Man. We know he might pop up in the Echo Show. We know he might get his own Disney Plus show. Who knows? But um, it's just nice to hear a confirmation. I will take it. We have the brand new trailer for The Matrix Resurrections. This trailer is fantastic. I loved it. Check it out. It hits theaters and HBO Max on December 22nd. Woo, I love this trailer. Colin Farrell is officially confirmed to reprise his role as Penguin in his own upcoming HBO Max series. So congratulations there to Colin Farrell. We knew the show was in the works, but they were negotiating with Colin to do it, and it is now confirmed. Roku has announced that second seasons of Punked and Dismantled are coming to the network. Carrie Skolan is set to helm Gal Gadot's Cleopatra movie, replacing Patty Jenkins, but Patty Jenkins still attached as a producer, but she stepped off as a director so she could focus on putting together Wonder Woman 3 and her Star Wars movie, Rogue Squadron. Todd McFarlane teasing Spawn news once again, teasing a big announcement. Dude, Todd, you have done this for like a decade. Give us some goddamn news or move the fuck along. I'm so tired of this Spawn shit. Like, just give us some damn news. This movie should not be this impossible to make. Raised by Wolves Season 2 gets its first teaser trailer, and it comes back in February on HBO Max, so check that out. A live-action television series based on Battle Chasers, uh, the comic book there, is in the works. HBO's The Last of Us series has added Nick Offerman to the cast. 
And in green light news, Shang-Chi 2 is in development. Director Destin Daniel Cretton is coming back to do the sequel. And he's also working on something for the MCU. Ooh, he's working on MCU TV. I wonder what that could be. I'm thinking it's the Ten Ring show because we always talked about how that could be a really good Disney Plus show. So maybe we'll do a Ten Ring show with the sister and then Shang-Chi 2 in development. Of course, coming back. That's awesome. Spider-Man Remastered is getting a pair of No Way Home suits as some free DLC on December 10th. Love that. HBO Max has released the first teaser trailer for Harry Potter Reunion. Uh, the cast returns to the platform on um, September 3rd. So get ready for that. Netflix uh, has also put out another teaser for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, the Boys animated series is set to include stories from Andy Samberg and more. It's going to be called The Boys Diabolical. Andy Circus has confirmed he would love to come back to do Venom 3. Dave Batista is going to be in M. Night Shyamalan's next movie, so I love it. I love it, Dave. Go get it. That is great. Bot Wars. JVK novels inspired the sci-fi tentpole film. So, yes, that is working on that. Um, Hawkeye directors talk Maya Lopez's superpower, trick arrows, and a great tracksuit mafia story ahead. So some Hawkeye news for you to check out if you're interested. Sylvester Stallone coming to TV. That's right. He's set to star in a new mob drama from the executive producer of Yellowstone, which happens to be Taylor Sheridan, who we talked about earlier for Mayor of Kingstown. And this is going to be on Paramount Plus as well. So love to see Taylor Sheridan really digging in for Paramount Plus. AP Bio is officially cancelled over on Peacock That sucks, I like that show FX on Hulu is dropping that moniker In favor of unified FX branding across all platforms So no more FX on Hulu Now it'll just be an FX exclusive Um... So Dave Batista has been tapped to lead M. Night Shyamalan's next feature film called Knock at the Cabin The film is due out February 3rd, 2023 So just some news there Congratulations again to Dave Batista. Um, Malcolm D. Lee is in talks to direct Brotherly Which is a new movie musical based on the Boys to Men catalog So I can get down with that musical That sounds pretty cool to me And on that note, ladies and gentlemen That is our show We did it 50 minutes Boom Almost two weeks worth of news We got through it Lots of reviews That's the end You are caught up With the latest And the greatest In entertainment news Hey guys If you want to support the show um, Go to a link On our webpage um, Look on the episode notes And there's a link to uh, My cash app You can uh, send us Anything you want Anything helps And it will really help Support the show So thank you so much For those of you That do um, but amiontheair.com is our official webpage It's where you can find links to everything you need Including all the social media Make sure you like us on Facebook At facebook.com slash amiontheair Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair um, Follow me directly on Twitter At dxdonmega Make sure you subscribe to us on TikTok And Instagram and YouTube It's all at simply amiontheair Remember on TikTok I do video reviews So make sure you follow to get those quick 60 second video reviews For all the new movies that we check out So you you don't have to wait for the show to hear that uh, Make sure you subscribe to Am I on the Air Quick Bites uh, That is there for you as well Another separate podcast feed of our Quick Bite show um, And then of course subscribe to us on Apple Podcast You can also get us on Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Pandora, Amazon Music We're everywhere, subscribe Am I on the Air and of course a shout out to our great affiliates At reddragonsradio.com That's reddragonsradio.com Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio All one word That'll do it for me on this Monday, December the 6th Thank you so much for joining me Have a great week everybody We'll be back next week Same bad time, same bad channel To get you caught up with everything you need Take care of yourselves and each other And until next time y'all Peace Bye everybody Red Dragons! Red Dragons!